back here. You guys, I'm back at it again with my homies talking about music. Who do I have? Who am I talking to? Boys and girls. Hello. Yo, yo, and hello. <laughs> my husband, <Ooh>. Marcus. <laughs> I was going to say, who was that? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you is on the call. This is Marcus. <laughs> Uh, and this is Brian. No, no, no. That's BP Money. Right, yes. right, right, right. right. Oh. That's, well, you know. Excuse me. Well, uh, it, it's fine. It's okay. You know. Again, I own it. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else is there? I see somebody else there. Small and in the corner. With adorable bangs. My yeah. friend. <laughs> Y'all, this is Kyla. Kyla. Hey. We love Kyla. Wait a minute. You, what about me? Is it Brian? You, you're all right. No, all we right. love Brian. We love Brian. I'll take it all right. That's fine. <laughs> um. Okay. Tell Brian. This was. I forgot already the name of yeah. this. What we're doing. The. Well, yeah. I took. The, I took the uh, inspiration for this from a local radio station. Uh, they do kind of a weekly segment with folks, um, either local celebrities or sometimes, you know, some pretty well-known musicians. And it's essentially, they call it bands of your life. And it's, so it's kind of like a survey, um, you know, from about uh, just kind of trying to get to know somebody based on, you know, these different questions around, uh, you know, your favorite bands, bands you don't like, band, you know, what guilty pleasure, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I pose the idea. I posed the idea not long ago to you, Shannon, and we thought maybe it'd be a good idea to to do and then tap all four of us on because we can have a little fun uh, talking about, maybe poking a little fun at uh, people's choices, you know, whatever, as we do. Oh, man, here we go. There will definitely be fun poked. You don't have to do all that. It's it's okay. We don't have to make fun. We make fun because we love each other. That's right. right. (laughs) We kid because we care. Oh yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So who's going to go first? No, well, wait. You, first say what just, they are. Say what? We got to say what? Well, we'll say which the category. I was going to say, do you want to drive the categories and then just kind of, you know, do it that way? Yes. Okay. okay. Cool. Let me get back to my text. I just wrote the answers down. I did not... Well, I can I can do it too if you need me to. Oh, I found it. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Awesome. Number one, band that you hate. So, band that you hate the most. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you start us off, Shannon? You go. Okay, Lady, picked, ladies first. Thanks. I picked the band that everybody hates. Um, it's okay. Nickelback. I hate Nickelback. <laughs> I freaking hate them. <laughs> Uh, it's such, if posers had a band, it would be Nickelback. Uh, I'm not a fan. It doesn't feel genuine. I listened to four songs today just to firm up my decision. It made me physically angry. So Nickelback. I think, I think even, I think even posers hate Nickelback. Yeah, I hate it. I hate Nickelback. It's like, I mean, yeah, I don't, I can't. Mm-mm. 
you, you won't get any argument from me on that one. I don't know, Marcus <laughs> and Kyla, how do you, how do you all feel about Nickelback? Anyway, I, mean, I, I don't get like people's it. hate for Nickelback. Oh. They're not one of my favorites. I don't love them by any means, but I, they don't like make my skin crawl the way they make other people's. I don't, I just don't get it. Like why it causes such a visceral reaction. It's irritating. To Nickelback. What's hmm? that? I just feel indifferent to Nickelback. Mm. Like, I just know one song, truthfully. It's like they took a little <laughs> bit of Creed, a little bit of Hole, a little bit of, like, and, and just tried to Play-Doh it all together with uh, ACDC t-shirts and... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't handle it. <laughs> it makes me angry. I just I hate their existence. I don't you know. Posers. Not a fan. Oh fine. Yeah. Madam Cut Kyla. To, okay. To Marcus leaving the fan group of Nickelback on Facebook. I mean, <laughs> I'm using my phone real quick. Well, I <laughs> I th- I, th- I think their thing too was it was the it was the classic like overexposure thing like they just mm-hmm. jammed them down our throats for so long that I think that <laughs> pushed it. I do very much though enjoy the uh, take a look at this photograph meme. Have you ever seen that? You know the mm-hmm. song photograph where they yes. mm-hmm. he's he's holding the picture and then they people superimpose things in it. I, I do very much enjoy that. So that's yes. my w- one thing about Nickelback I like. You see them in concert, Brian. No, you're thinking of you're thinking of um, POD. No, not not, not pod. Forgot not about pod. that. POD. Um, no, you're thinking of what was the one? It was hanging by a moment. Was the name of their song? Oh, about Battle the, of Mud. No. no, 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 no. Well, you're all that's, over the. What's the matter with me? Hey, I was a, I had so much white girl angst in <laughs> the '90s and 2000s. It was. Um, we saw Life House. At, Life House. No, not Life House. Life yeah. House. Life House. Life House. Okay, Life House. Life House. That was the one we saw. We saw him at the State Fair. It was like a free concert at the State oh, Fair. Yeah. One <laughs> we, we stayed <laughs> with, with all the Cadillacs, like yeah. all the tracks. <laughs> they look like they're like curb with our corn dog. <laughs> they look like they're preca- precariously perched at odd angles. Yeah, like yes. gonna fall on the, yeah, yeah. I used you, to you go and just do a good stand enough job. They're gonna that. drop a car on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right, Kyla. How about you? What was what was the the band that you okay. hate? So this is, I hate the Police. <gasps> I know, but when I hear you know what band, NWA like, said about them, <laughs> that's how I feel. Me and NWA. <laughs> You know what the funniest thing is? Ninety percent of the people listening to this won't have a clue what that means. <laughs> no. No, but well done, it. Brian. Well Very done, well done. Man. That was good. The police. Um, yeah, when I hear Roxanne, I I just uh, nothing is. It's I know nobody agrees with me, but I don't like them. No, I will say. I I, I can appreciate some of their songs. I do think Sting is a very good musician, and but I do get the uh, the disdain for some of their songs, like Roxanne, where it's kind of like a. It's like an earworm song. Plus, you've watched <laughs> Friends multiple times and have listened to Phoebe sing Ross Can. And, <laughs> and that doesn't help either. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, 
I was, I really, I had a hard time because I don't know if y'all know this, but I didn't listen to a lot of popular music until like the mid to late nineties. And so I had a lot of catching up to do, but I also don't like the beach boys, but the, the beach boys. Yeah. Annette Funicello. Was it? <laughs> she was in beach movies. I don't know if they, she was not with the beach no. boys, but yeah. She was okay. when she Mickey Mouse Club. Yes. yes. Okay, never mind. That was older than the Beach Boys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Marcus, who do you hate? I absolutely cannot stand the Smashing Pumpkins. <gasps> okay, that. <sighs> Can't stand them. Really? It's, it. it, it's, it's mostly to do with Billy Corgan's voice, the lead singer. There you go. It's, yeah. it's kind of like Brian said, earworm. That's what it is. It feels like something is going inside my head and chewing my brain. No, no, no. We know what earworm thinks. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like when I hear his voice. Cannot stand them. And plus, I think they've only had like what one or two like really popular songs. Is that right? Uh, they've had they've had a lot, but but yeah, it's Billy Corgan's voice, very much his voice, and his tight pants. It. Yeah, he does wear he does wear a pair of tight pants on you. He'll do that. Like like if he trips, it's a tragedy. <laughs> if he were to ever fall on camera, my goodness. And I don't know that I've ever seen him smile either, Billy. Corgan. Yeah. He just seems like someone who's like perpetually miserable. Same, same when we listen to your music, Billy. Same. (laughs) 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 Okay, Brian. (laughs) All right. I know mine's going to be popular uh, with at least two of you. Um, With apologies to uh, Kyla, the Indigo Girls, um, (laughs) my band that I hate is 1,000% the Chicks and or the Dixie Chicks. And... Um, Get off the I'm call. Sorry. I need okay. I'm sorry. I need to know how we ever got I need married. the Skype hang up vo- sound right now. <laughs> how dare you, my dude? I literally suggested this topic just so I could say this to y'all. <laughs> I can't no. You already knew this. I think we told you about this before, ever since the fateful night of the two of y'all singing their music. Um <laughs> the Dixie Chicks. I same with Billy Corgan. Maybe Billy Corgan would sound better in the Dixie Chicks. Not a fan of Natalie Maines and her voice. Not a fan of her voice. I get they they write a good song. I get it. The two other women in the band are infinitely more talented than her, than Natalie Maines. So for for her and and her alone, I hate the Dixie <laughs> Chicks. Yeah. Or the or the Chicks or the Chicks if we like to call them that. Well, you're hateful, man. That's cold blooded. Did they I mean, officially change their name to the chicks or is that just like, yes. was that temporary? I think so. I think so. It was, uh, it was probably smart. Cause Dixie. Yeah. 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 And to Belle and Lady Annabelle, they did the same thing. They did. Now they're just what? Lady A. Oh, Which yeah. that sounds we all know what more suggestive. <laughs> yeah. We, we all know what the A stands for. <laughs> Come on. Oh yeah. I, I like, mean, we still know it's ass. Annabellum. Lady ass. I was like, <laughs> I was like what, what, wait. It's not like rap, Shannon. It's lady ass. <laughs> like, lady ass. Dang. That would actually be kind of good. I like that even better. Yeah, I mean, lady ass. 
lady it sounds, like, it sounds like a like a mid 90s Lil Kim like rapper or something. On, the, on the wolf up next we have lady ass <laughs> what <laughs> I mean I guess <laughs> um okay <laughs> that was rude um I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry no you're not you you're right I'm this not. so you I'm can not. say that okay <laughs> the second uh second with a t because i'm texan um question is the band that you love slash could listen to over and over again and so for me it's destiny's child because i loved i love the drama of them like smooth kicking two people out of the band and just <laughs> replacing them like we don't have facial recognition i thought that was that kind of petty, that level of petty was delicious to me. Um, but also kind of the evolution of Beyonce of just realizing y'all are cute, but I got to really step out on my own and how she came into that. And you could really tell uh, with the progression of her amazing vocals. But so, yeah, for me, it's Destiny's Child. Now, so is it the the post switch incarnation or the original group, the original four was it before they um, booted the other, other two out. Before they booted the other two out, I, it was catchy. I was snapping my fingers for sure. And then uh, the next album, it was just like, where's fair. Like they were just gone and Michelle and poor Michelle, bless her heart. But um, <laughs> I just, I love it. I loved everything they did. I loved almost all of their songs. And then Beyonce got her wings and Red Bulled out of there. And I just, it's been great. <laughs> she, she Red Bulled a couple of them out of there too. Yeah. 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 She, and so she pulled just, a Diana Ross and said, nope, I'm better than this. Bye. Yeah. This yep. is so cute, but no. And I just, I just think that was bold and courageous. And I, I love it. I love their whole arc. It was a boss move for sure. Yes. Kylo, Kylo you, I know you like the late, uh, Destiny's Child. I know you like and Beyonce more, more like. But I actually chose the chicks. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Don't worry. I have the chicks on my list too. Keep going as you were, Kyla. <laughs> And that sums up so much. <laughs> I knew this was gonna be a, I knew this was gonna be a thing. So I mean, come on. You, you want the smoke, you finna get it. Go, Kyla. <laughs> so we're in college pre-ordering their CD. And then we went like 14 years without any new music from them. Glorious, and glorious years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and have you heard their do their the song they did with Beyonce? Mm-hmm. So good. Anyway. I didn't know there was one. Why would Queen B lower herself? Uh, nope. It wasn't a lower. I just system. love them. I love them. I love, I love Lily and I sing them. We jam out. I think she might be a little <laughs> tired of it at this point. But. We jam out. <laughs> <laughs> are they are they considered the first uh, or perhaps only Dallas band or group to be on this list? Because they are from North Texas. 
Um, yeah, Natalie Maines is from Lubbock, though. Nope. I don't know, but I love them, and I'm sorry you hate them, Brian. Don't be sorry. I mean, I really I'm sorry. It's it's a, it's a it's a sincere feeling, and I don't apologize for my sincere feelings. <laughs> well, I have my own spot of Right, You realize that's how she's going to wake you up in the morning. She's like blasting the chicks in your ear. <laughs> Just the other day, we were riding my truck, and she tried to turn them on, and I said, "Nope, my truck does not play <laughs> the Dixie Chicks." <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't it does wow. not happen? It's it's weird. The truck just wants to shut down. <laughs> you are so gas. petty. Yeah, like, all all four tires just blow out just <laughs> yeah. spontaneously. Uh, my will to live blows out. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is not that bad. Y'all are crazy. Uh, uh, all right, Mark. Uh, my turn. About you? Uh, yeah. Band that you love could listen to you over and over again. I, I will say, I think. Questions two, three, and four are somewhat interchangeable. Yes, they can be. But, you know, um, so I picked, this will be no surprise to my wife, but I picked Aerosmith. Yep. Um, For the simple reason, well, I, I tend to like rock music more than anything. I listen to all different types of music, but I like rock music more than anything. Um, and I think once I explored Aerosmith more and found out that there was like a history to them before songs like Dude Look Like a Lady. <laughs> before the 80s. Before. Yeah. Like like they had like they had like more like blues rock music back in the 70s that mm-hmm. like opened my mind to a whole different side of them. And so yeah, I, I love really I like all of their music, but I've got an appreciation for the fact that they started more as like a blue shark band. Um, I didn't listen that. to almost any of them. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an, I like Aerosmith. I sometimes I find it hard to get past some of Steven Tyler's personal issues Antics. when he was a, young, a younger man, <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. uh, but I do, <laughs> I do, I do very much enjoy their music. Uh, they're, they're my favorite song of theirs forever will be sweet emotion yeah. that's my favorite song it's i love one. i do like them Catch 80s and googling steven tyler <laughs> 80s he he had a run in with uh, underage uh female i believe yikes yeah yeah there's one story I th- it may be the same person actually that he got like an underage girl pregnant and then like yeah something like that coerced her into having an abortion I don't know, like how much of that is true versus. Yeah, who knows? I don't, but, I don't know, but yeah, I've heard the same story. I'm live before. But, uh, oh, I said again. To see Aerosmith live. Me or Marcus? Marcus. Oh no, I, I have least... never seen them live. Would love to once the world can get its shit together. Yeah, I would like to see them live for sure. But let's see, what's Steven Tyler's like seventy some odd now? Seventy two? He just had he just had a birthday this week. He turned seventy-three, yeah. I think. Okay, there you go. Uh, that's, you yeah, come in and sit down and do that thing with like the candles. <laughs> the uh, the acoustic unplugged set. Yeah, do the MTV unplugged. Uh you They've sit down. That. 
They've done it. Aerosmith has done an unplugged, like back well, when MTV was still doing unplugged, and it was that's actually all he needs really to do. good. D- d- back when, back when Music TV did music. Yes. That's cool. BP Money. Uh, mine, and this will probably be no surprise to Kyla, my band that I love or musician that I love and can listen to all the time, and I and I very much do, is Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson is a country music artist, uh, or you know, he, he is and he isn't. He's very much uh, kind of quote unquote like outlaw country. He's got country rock and Ooh. some. Um, and also, uh, his latest albums were Bluegrass, where he actually, he's from Kentucky, or he's, yeah, I think he, yeah, he's from Kentucky. He took a lot of his old songs and styled them as Bluegrass and, and got this, like, all-star group of Bluegrass musicians together. And over the pandemic, um, put out two full albums of these songs. And, uh, and, and it's great. But he's done, he started out kind of doing, you know, your typical country music, not Nashville country music, and then pretty quickly broke away once he saw how that whole industry operated. And then in the last few years, did like this completely, complete left turn album where it was like this concept, concept rock album that went together with like a a Japanese anime cartoon film. It's all on Netflix too. And it's, and it's crazy. And at first, I'm like, "What is this?" Because it was such a departure. But it's so good, and this, his songwriting is so good. Um, I don't know. I just I can listen to it all the time, and and I do. So I highly that's recommend sa- them. That's that's, that's starting to sound very like, like Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks and Chris Gaines that. thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, 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 no. Kyla, you know, it's nowhere close to that. It's right? like, no, it's nothing. Yeah. Because like I was like, I was, "Is this bipolar disorder? This is no, terrible." He wore that like mandarin collared jacket and his bangs were like Yeah, that was Garth Brooks. Yeah, don't don't yeah, yeah, not Sturgill, but definitely Garth, yeah. How we had was Chris. We had his name before, but I've never heard any music. So um no, check him out, check him out. Start uh his album, um A Sailor's Guide to the Galaxy, I believe is what it was called, or Sailor's Guide to uh, I can't remember, it's not I don't even know the name of the album, but it, it was nominated for best um, album Grammy like a few years back. And he did this whole campaign where he sold T-shirts that that uh, for charity. Um, he's a big charitable uh, person as well with a lot of the he doesn't even really sell a lot of the merch. But what he does, he typically does it based around some kind of a charity that he's doing. Well, he did it. And on the shirts, it said who the F, but it's spelled out F is Sturgill Simpson. Because huh. he's showed up, he showed up at the Grammy you know, on this Grammy list for best album, and he's like, nobody knows who I am, right? <laughs> and uh, but it's a great, it's a great album. It's about how him, him being a father to his who his sons, and um, it's you know, and, and the whole thing is kind of in sequence from them being you know kids and him being gone on the road, and then um, and then them growing up and kind of mentoring them with different messages along the way. So I, I mean, it kind of spoke to me in that way. So. Um, huh. I, it's great. It's great. It's really good. I think, and I do think if you listen to it, Marcus, I think you, I think you'd enjoy it. And you might too, Shannon. I don't know. I know Marcus oh. likes the rock music, so there's definitely some of that too. I will give it a listen. I will yeah. too. For sure. Um, oh, like <laughs> it's my turn again. A band <laughs> that made you fall in love with music. This is <laughs> okay. So I will qualify this by saying when I 
was 16, I worked for a summer at a uh, store called Fast Forward. Skaters. And it, it was really cool. I mean, all of the studded cuffs and crazy. It was like, like a skateboard What's that shop, other store? Right? Yeah, yeah. It and yeah. it was really cool. There's, I anyway. There was a there was a guy that I thought was cute. Um, so a <laughs> there's so- a story. There's a story. <laughs> there, I loved what? it, but a song that played that came out that year was um, by Garbage, and I don't know. Like I just I remember buying that album, listening to when I grow up like 400 times, like a day. Like I just, I don't know. I loved that album so much. So I would say garbage kind of made me fall in love with music. And I fell out of place because I loved Nirvana. I loved Hole and I felt like, and I was, but I also loved George Strait. I went to a George Strait concert when I was, a little younger than that and it started raining it was at texas stadium which isn't there anymore and it started raining through the hole in the and i just fell in love with that so i felt just out of place because in most situations i was the only black girl and i don't know it just really changed something for me so garbage is my band that kind of made me fall in love with music and in a way gave me permission to like different stuff that's cool (laughs) Kyla okay so I already mentioned my weird like I don't have like we weren't allowed to listen to uh, secular music growing up like I can remember yeah we just weren't anyway so but my mom loved country music and so I grew up listening to Tanya Tucker and Patsy Cline and Dolly Parton. So I don't, and like Dwight, I loved Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam. Oh, yeah. It was like we were allowed, we were, we were allowed to listen to that because my, that's what my mom wanted to listen to. So I think those artists, I don't have a particular one. There's particular songs, but that genre of, of that time period of country yeah, music. Time period mm-hmm. of country yeah. music. And those, particularly the women artists. Mm hmm. Which is Delta Dawn. The chicks. Oh, oh my gosh, Delta Dawn. <laughs> Have you um, heard Tanya Tucker's song that came out, I think, like last year or the year before? It's kind oh. of a sad, depressing song. Yeah, her it's whole album written. was kind of. She was you on mean, the High Woman. And there was a. CD. There was a sad country song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's that's like the one song of hers that I have listened to and actually know. It's, it's called "Bring My Flowers Now While I'm Living," <laughs> Oof, which is a good message. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you listen to that song and it's about death, and it's just like, okay, she's getting old. <laughs> so is it as bad as flowers? What was it like? The album was like the Streets of Laredo or something like that. But it was good. The newest one was, or, the, or is that the older no. one we're talking about? No, the newest one. Oh, okay. And she was on um, the High Woman CD too. 
or, oh, they, were on, she? or they were on one of her songs, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With them. And it, Marcus, is the song more or less sad than uh, the Johnny Cash's version of Hurt? Yes, I've seen the video. Um, I think Hurt sad. is probably, Hurt's probably worse, but, you know. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and at the same time, so sad. It's like I I cannot be depressed or bummed while listening to that song because it it'll take you. You'll be like, I'm just gonna open my vein right now. I can't do this. Like it's <laughs> Jesus. I'm just wow, kidding. Man. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Trigger warning. Anybody care to guess how old Tanya Tucker is? Seventy-four. 79. Kyla, you might be. Do you, do you want to guess? I think 72. She's not as old as any of you will think. She's only 62. Dang. Oh, wow. That's true. That is good. That's, Did I had she no idea. smoke? <laughs> oh, God. Have you heard Tanya Tucker? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's what well, happens that when you smoke, you guys. Y'all, you can't be white and smoke. <laughs> you can't. We are too <laughs> pro delusional, doesn't it? Like, uh, <laughs> Lord, uh, babe. Born, born in Seminole, <laughs> Texas. Tanya Tucker. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry if any descendants of Tanya cool. Tucker are listening. I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tucker family. <laughs> um. Uh, my turn. Um, band that made you fall in love with music is not actually a band. It's a solo artist. Um, thinking Beyonce. back to when I was, no, <laughs> to when I was a kid, was <laughs> this, like, this is like the first artist that I remember ever listening to and liking and falling in love with and memorizing words and trying to memorize dance moves but as a young black kid as especially as a young black boy michael jackson like that was who made me fall in love with music uh, not only because he was so like captivating it's not the right word but like he grabbed your attention with his performance but then also um i, I don't know it just seemed like he projected this image of confidence on stage even though like privately and off stage he was very like monumentally shy um oh, very I much a, a wall i was gonna say something but, else but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i know where i think i know where you were going shannon but was, yes i thought you were gonna say he was monumentally molesty but keep going <laughs> oh i wasn't gonna say that she no. went there she went there. Sorry, descendants of Michael Jackson, if you're listening, but I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, blanket. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day that claims he's alive. <laughs> blanket. Uh, Michael Jackson's alive? Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, with Tupac. I, he's with he's, Tupac. He's with Elvis. <laughs> oh, there you go. So where are these, what echelon are these celebrities hanging out where? Where everybody has a camera on their phone and nobody is. No, no they've all got plastic surgery and they don't look like themselves anymore. So you wouldn't recognize them. They're they're. I'm with they're you. living. I'm with they're living among us, Shannon. Your next yeah. door neighbor could be James Brown. <laughs> it's 
fiction. Keep going. Sorry, <laughs> Michael Jackson. He changed your life. Changed music. Uh, he, no, he's the one that made me fall in love with music. Yep. I mean, it's a solid answer. I think, like you, Marcus, if you think about, uh, you know, just that, you know, that time period of his career where it was in your life at the same time, and then also you can separate all that personal stuff from the the dude is just an artist and a you know and a dancer and all that kind of stuff of course he was a genius it's just yeah. it's, he he uh i think he was a product he was just a product of his environment growing up i think was a huge part of it and that's a mm-hmm. sad thing you know but but yeah dude he's he's great for sure I remember my cousin was obsessed. She's four years older than me and she was obsessed with Michael Jackson and she had posters all over her room. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And she had like Michael Jackson dolls and I have her little brothers were my age and they're twins. And we snuck in her room and took all her Michael Jackson dolls. <laughs> play with them. She was so <laughs> Rose, Did they, did, did he, did the dolls come with the, uh, the flammable hair? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the, one of the selling points. Pepsi commercial. Oh, <laughs> okay, Brian. All right. um, okay, so my band, which also is not a band, it could have been very easily. Um, <laughs> I, 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 no, I, because I, I say that because I could have, I literally could have put the Beatles for Ooh, probably yeah. three or four of the answers here. But um, I felt like that almost would have been too easy. But, uh, but this one, um, I put, uh, Neil Diamond, and I say Neil Diamond because. <laughs> but hey, but just I y'all can't see. Sorry, didn't mean to, I meant to interrupt. But both of the black people on the call tilted their head like. <laughs> y'all can't see do, that listening. Yes, we do. We do, but like you know, like when a dog hears a weird noise, we both went, huh? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, wasn't expecting that one. Yes, I wasn't expecting. Carry on. Sorry. I, no, I'm just gonna say this because okay. So, growing up uh, as a kid, one of my earliest memories uh, was you know kind of like yours, Marcus. My earliest memories were um, one just driving around, being in the car with my dad. My dad listened to a lot of old you know oldies at the time. He listened to K Love all the time. If he wasn't listening to sports radio. That's what he was listening to. Um, so, I know way more way too much about like 50s 60s and 70s music probably than i should given that i was born in the late 70s um but also on on road trips we literally had this one neil diamond's like at that point in time greatest hits cassette tape that we wore the heck out on family road trips and my dad would just you know sing along to the thing the whole time in the way that he did which wasn't on key ever and he and he was fine with that and we were too but uh but anyways I, but even even now today i still listen to it i got L- lily singing forever in blue jeans in the truck and she likes the music you know and so anyway i that's that's one that um you know from that and then just learning more and more about the the same like 60s 70s music from listening to it with my dad that's where i kind of fell in love with with music so that was mine, Neil Diamond. Anybody else have like memories of the the soundtrack that your family would listen to in the car on road trips? Because it was always the same artist with us too. It was Anita mm-hmm. Baker. 
that's who like my dad and my mom would play in the car whenever we were driving like down to Houston to visit cousins. The Nita Baker cool. every time. And my yeah, sister and I would sit in the back and one of us we would alternate between songs. Like one of us would sing the song versus and then the other one would pretend to be playing the piano on the rest <laughs> that was down between us. Like, uh we were usually me and my sister were usually trying to punch each other in the back seat, but but yeah, so for us it was Neil, Neil Diamond, uh, the Beach Boys. I don't know Kyla's problem with the Beach Boys. I defy you to find very many other bands with the kind of harmonies that they had. Yes, their music's kind of hokey. I get it, but it was the Beach Boys, and then also uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival was the other one. Those three, Ooh. those three were like huge with my dad, and so yeah, they were always being played on the road trip. Kyla, what did y'all listen to? <laughs> Kenya um, Tucker. Well, yeah. <laughs> was my mom like drive? Because every summer, my mom took us three kids, or eventually four kids, and then five. Um, but us three older ones, and we would drive to New Mexico, which is the same trip Lily and I make every summer, and it's like eleven hours. So we would listen to country music, Kenya Tucker. But when we were with our family, my dad liked the Gaithers. Well, praise music or uh, Eve Green. Gospel. Gospel the music. Gaithers, yeah, the, the, the white like, people that be sitting around, yeah, singing while sitting. Pass the mic around, yeah. And then, um, like when we got older, like Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant, like any kind of Christian contemporary jars <laughs> of clay. I like, I like how <laughs> Shannon said. I like, I like how Shannon said the the white, the white people, people who sit around in a circle, and then and then then she goes. Hmm. <laughs> I, just, I forgot about the Gaithers. I'm sorry. I, I forgot about them, but I remember. No, that's the funny. Songbook. Huh? What? Just me, salty. The songbook. Oh no. What? No, I don't. I don't know what that is. That's P S A L T Y, right? Yeah, salty like Psalms. And he, it was like these little kid CDs, and he was a songbook in a church, and there were some church mice. And he taught it's the like, kids about Jesus. It's like hey, the early I'm version sorry, of Veggie Tales. What, what the yeah. hell are you talking about right now? Church mice would be this singing. Is a fever dream. This is a fever dream she had. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Say it again. So it was a talking book and church mice? Yeah. And kids. Okay. And then there was like another another one about a, and it was like set in a backyard and that had a robot. I don't remember what that one was called. And then there was the music machine, which was like this machine that taught you. <laughs> Shannon's face. It was like. She's saying a lot of words I don't understand. You made the face. You screwed your face. You got real close. Because <laughs> you first said it was a book with children and mice. And then you no. said it was in the backyard with a robot. And I, I'm trying to like, make a connection. They were like different. There was there was salty. And there were tons of salty albums. And then there was this robot. Uh -oh. I don't remember. This is gone. Okay. He's got the it. giggles. He's got the giggles. He gone. He gone. He gone. He gone. Kyla, this was Kyla. That was the one the, uh, on that that TikTok video I shared with you the other day, where the guy in his. The, the black wife and the, the white husband and <laughs> she asked him about his music growing up and he said he did he listened he goes like uh you know salty <laughs> there, she was like what he's like i was homeschooled you know salty <laughs> she was looking at him kind of like shannon did like what and then there was the music machine and here's the song 
they were like, they'd talk about self-control and it'd be like, it'd make like these little machine noises and then they'd sing a song and there was Herbert the Snow. <laughs> this is getting better. What? This is getting Wait, better. Why do you remember all these names? <laughs> because. How do you forget them? <laughs> I mean, I thought, the, I thought the Beatles had like psychedelic events, but this thing's um, way worse. How do you spell it? <laughs> like salty. But the salty prayer singing book did not come up with any results. P S A L T Y. Songbook. He had a wife and kids. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Pause. His wife was, Every, everybody wife. shut up! Everybody <laughs> shut up! The book had a what? <laughs> Oh no. Oh, okay, yeah. Salty the singing songbook. (laughs) So I could get my bean rocked. Oh my gosh. So it's live action. Oh yeah. You could get your what rocked? Bean, like my brain. Like I I can't Okay. Okay. (laughs) If you say so. You know, a youth group would do it. Remember how youth groups would do like musicals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we did Annie and Utmost for His Highest and um, Snoopy. Yeah. Snoopy? Snoopy, yeah. Uh, you're a good boy, Charlie Brown. Anyway. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Something That's like that. what yeah. we listen to. And think about it. I was the <clears throat> oldest of five, so I heard it from the majority of my life. Poor child. I'll still Kyla, get into Herbert Kyla, now. are you still listening to Salty now? No, sometimes I I sing Herbert the Snell or I make Lily listen to it. She's totally offended. <laughs> or the or ve- Veggie Tales, Kyla. That's the other one. Oh, I love hey. Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales is funny. Larry, yeah, Larry so was bad. hilarious. Yes, Larry was hilarious. They were better than Salty. I'm gonna I'll give you that. <laughs> well, I, I I will die happy if I can find a mute Cebu. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, so um, who's? Her? I don't even know where we I are. Think it's yours. Oh, we're back. To, we're back okay. to you. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna bookmark salty. Come back to that later. Oh my! Um, <laughs> number four. Band that changed your life. Uh, Dixie Chicks. Because oh. first of all, how dare you? And second of all, um, (laughs) thank you, Marcus. I wrote it down. No, no, no. I wrote it down. I wrote it. I wrote Dixie Chicks. Um, Because uh, my friend, I had, I have one friend. No, my friend in junior high, high school, her mom had a maroon MVP. And she, the brake squealed. And we listened to, Dixie Chick, Ready to Run, that Goodbye Earl. We listened to that violence. so no. much. Viol- violence against men. Well, Earl he was an abusive. Earl was beating our ass. Excuse also, me. Excuse also, me. I'm not going to argue with you about, you don't even know what the song is about. No, no, I yes, do. I, I'm do. Just, I, I was kidding. But, but I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing, I think the, probably the brake squealing probably sounded better than the singing. Shut up. In the car. <laughs> anyway, it, it was such a um uh it was just a really nice fun time in my childhood. 
it was, I was one of those kids that loved being away from my house for obvious reasons. So we listened to that because she was also homeschooled. It was Aaron. Hi, Aaron. And uh, she couldn't um, listen to secular music. So it was either Jars of Clay, what was it? Stephen Curtis Chapman or Dixie Chicks. And of course, when mom was away, when her mom was away, we listened to Dixie Chicks. So it was just happiness for me. And I learned every word of that album. And I love the Dixie Chicks. Mm. Just the chicks, the chicks. Dixie Chicks. I was born okay. in 82. They're the Dixie Chicks. Sorry, the chicks. <laughs> Kyla, what is your, what band changed your life? Okay, so. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> Her birthday's now. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so I, I'm sure Brian's going to mock this. I don't even care. I'm going to say Alanis Morissette, specifically Jagged Little Pill. Because mm-hmm. I was maybe towards, it came out like my freshman year of college. And I was driving to class by myself all the time, which being the oldest of five, I was never really alone very often. And like my sister and I all through junior high and high school went to all the Michael W. Smith and the DC talk concerts. And we were like, all we did all that in our country concerts all together. But like, that was the first time I was on my own. And I listened to that CD. I mean, just on repeat my entire freshman year or whenever it came out during my freshman year. It's legit a great album. I got no, yeah, no beef with Atlantis Morissette. I have no beef yeah. with Atlantis Morissette. And you, Me neither. I, I, I appreciate it. I think I appreciate it even more now than I did originally because I had a friend that uh, back then who just nickelbacked me with that album <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I just ran it, just, just ran it into my ear, eardrums like every single day. And so it got to the point where I was like, dude, we got to change it up. You know, we were riding to school together, home to get from school together, whatever. But listening to it now and just having the chance to listen to it at my own pace and stuff, you get, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great album. I will not argue that at all. I remember the guy I was dating was real concerned about the language and innuendos in it. And I was like, dude, this is the first time I've gotten to buy my own music and listen to what I want. Yeah, I loved it. I was younger, so I didn't understand a lot of that innuendo. But then when I got older and I like what she was singing about, I was like, oh, this this hits. Yes. <laughs> that was good. And she had a, uh, a Broadway musical not too long ago. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's still open or not, but she did. It. Yeah, it's, it's based on that album, too. I think that's what it was called, was Jagged Little yeah. Pill. Well, she did an acoustic version of the album, too. Mm-hmm. Not the same, though. I mean, it's good, but it's uh, not the same. Yeah. I remember when Ironic came out and everybody picked her apart because, like, 75% of the scenarios that she mentioned in that song weren't true representations of irony. It was just, like, coincidences. But isn't <laughs> that like, in itself ironic? Words mean things. No, but, like, like literal pe- people, literal. T- yeah, people who are too literal were, like, just like what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Marcus, darling. Um, so I don't know. I don't know that this artist necessarily changed my life, or at least not really. Although maybe kind of, but like I said, two, three, and four are kind of interchangeable. Um, 
Um, it's Tina Turner, and I will explain why. She fine. Speak- uh, well, She's yeah, awesome. That, She's that, awesome. Yes. Um, it was, I think she was the one that like for the first time made me realize, oh, women can be badass and they're not all just like homemakers at home, cooking breakfast, lunch and dinner, taking care of the kids. No, it was kind of like her and Madonna were the ones that kind of forced her in the 80s to force your eyes open and realize, oh, women can be whatever and badass that they want to be. Yep. And also she was a black woman who was in love with rock and roll. And so that was kind of what opened my eyes to a black person being into rock and roll in general was her. Um, And you find out more about her history and going back into her past and you realize that like her ex-husband Ike was actually the one that wrote and performed what most people consider to be the very first rock and roll song ever recorded. Um, which was which was what rocket 88 okay it was credited to someone else um little richard no it was it was credited to jackie brinston who was like a i think he was a saxophone player or somebody that Mm -hmm. just like happened to get up and sing but ike was the one that wrote the song and recorded it like it was supposed to have been his but they they gypped him out of it i don't know if i can say that can you say that gypped is that a I don't know. It's a gypsy thing, right? A gypsy yeah. reference. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Gypsy's not a. It's not what. Shame on you. Yeah, also, yeah. Ike Turner was abusive. He was yes. yes. That and that goes back to kind of like with all of these, or most of these artists, like they have their on-stage life and their. They're the art that they create, which is awesome, but then off stage, their personal lives are sometimes in shambles. Um, yep. his, his certainly was, but as an artist, he was one of the most important artists in R&B and rock and roll history. Literally never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Anyway, yeah. About, two, like, yeah. Two, I was going to say two things about her. One, uh, Proud Mary their version is, I mean, the CCR version obviously is good, but her yeah. version is, is stellar, ridiculous. And her in Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. Oh, I'm going to yeah. leave. I'll just leave that right there for you, Marcus. Yeah. The yeah. What? So that's another, okay, Shannon, I got to add that to your movie list. You have to, it's a you movie? Go. yeah. Mad Max beyond yeah. Thunderdome. Mad Max was a series of movies that Mel Gibson did. And uh, Tina Turner was in what that was what like the second or third one? Second one, yeah. Yeah. Goldeneye? No, that's no no, no. That's, <laughs> that's Bond. Bond. <laughs> no, but she did the theme song. Yeah, she was a she was a big part of it. Like she, she had one of the main roles. Yeah, she sang the theme song and she was she was the antagonist. She was the uh not bad guy, but she was yeah, like the one of the main roles in that movie. She ran the Thunderdome. <clears throat> yep. She was awesome. She's yeah, she's a badass for sure. Hmm. All brand new information. Uh, Brian. <laughs> All right. Y'all gonna y'all, y'all y'all may or may not think this is funny. I don't know. But this is true. So now I'm not saying that necessarily uh this person changed you know, changed my actual life in some profound way. But as far as music goes and the things that I listen to. 
1992, uh, 15-year-old Brian, his ears opened up to a whole new world with uh, The Chronic by Dr. Dre. <laughs> and I am not. And ever since then, I mean, you have been invited the to the thing. cookout, <laughs> right? So, so I, I was. This is even funnier. So in nineteen, probably I think it was in nineteen nineties when okay when this album came out, uh, it was it was called Sex Packets by Digital Underground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was the album that had you know the Humpty Dance. A lot of people knew that was a big radio hit, but it had a bunch of other great songs on it. Uh, Tupac, who was originally a member of Digital Underground, um, you know, I again at that point I was 13, and I remember, um, I remember going into uh, God, what was it? It was might have been like Blockbuster Music at the time, back when those stores were still around. They actually sold me that album with a parental advisory sticker on it. Um, my mom stopped and dropped like dropped me off to let me run in and buy it. She didn't know, she didn't know anything. It was a it was a cassette tape, I think, at the time, and. Um, and I wore that thing out. I just loved that album. But, you know, that was hip hop. That was the radio kind of hip hop stuff. And then at 15, I get this guy who hands me a tape on the school bus one day because that was the thing to do back then when you rode the school bus, listen to your headphones and, your, you know, whatever music on your the way. Walkman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He hands me The Chronic by Dr. Dre. And I'm like, of course, I can't. I, I came from the mean streets of Euless, Texas. I, I, I can't really. I, I, can't, I, I can't relate. I, I can't relate to. I can't relate to the struggle of Dr. Dre and and and, and the you know and a lot of the folks in, that came up where he came up. But the, the whole the genre literally got turned on its head by by that album for me. I know that there were other others before it that I eventually went back and revisited because of this one, like, you know, anything by NWA or Eazy-E and stuff like that. Um, but definitely Dr. Dre. And then, you know, and then when Snoop's album came out, listen to that. Uh, and then everything since, I mean, for me, that just, you know, got me to listening to all of it, you know, all the way through the nineties with Tupac and Biggie and, and even bone, as I mentioned in the last, uh, our last talk, Shannon, <laughs> where, where we would, we were just me and my, my best friend in high school, we were just, two white kids rolling down the street in his Ford Mustang listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony. I mean, but we loved it. We didn't think we were cool or cooler than anybody else. We just loved the music. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that for me, musically, uh, as far as expanding my horizons was, was that you know, Dr. Dre and specifically that album, The Chronic, in 1992. Mm, love it. Mm, mm. I love it. And that's where the birth of BP Money happened you are forever <laughs> invited to the cookout this is some white people can come to the cookout some white people can take a plate home you and Carla can take a plate home it's, uh, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, i feel okay. i feel honored by that yeah um okay <laughs> i feel like i'm laugh and i simply will not care <laughs> the band that is your guilty pleasure now, I'm a nerd, and it's fine. I'm coming into my own. But I love Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> what? That's so awesome. This is, this is the best I, thing ever. Running With Scissors was my favorite album, and uh, Word Crimes is my favorite song. Uh, I... I love all of the parody. I love all of that clever shit. It's my, oh, I love it. 
Mr. Jam Pat. <laughs> this is new information. Shut I didn't up. know. Yeah, because I knew you were gonna slam it, but I no. to it. <laughs> I'm not Weird gonna Al's slam a, it. Um, yeah. Weird Al is a genius. Have you listened to the Hamilton Polka? Of course I have. Oh, it's great. It's genius. Like, he is and everybody he's, sleeps he's on him, I guess, because I don't know, like uh what was the one that was so dang it there was um there was one where everybody was like "Ooh, this isn't cool and i think it was amit uh, amish paradise amish paradise yeah. god everybody, that was so good <laughs> but so good. many people had I, and I think i brought it up in one conversation with one person and they made a face and i was like never again tucking this away in my little heart i'm never gonna say this in front of anybody ever again <laughs> but um I love Weird Al. I think he's hilarious, and I have all the giggles, and that is my guilty pleasure. Did Did you ever see the movie uh, in the eighties UHF that Weird no. Al was in? He was like the star of the movie. Did you ever see that, Marcus? No. UHF. No. I know. UHF. I'm pretty sure Kyla never saw it. It's, so, I don't know. I, I don't think it was stand up today. <laughs> when I was no, no, salty was not in that. Trust me. <laughs> but uh, it wouldn't stand up today. I don't. Think. But back then, as a kid, it was funny. And with, you know, when you were listening to Weird Al and you were like, "Oh, Weird Al's great." As a kid, you you would have loved it. But Weird Al is he's great. The video of 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 Jimmy Fallon and Lin Manuel Miranda listening to. Mm-hmm. The Hamilton Polka is like, yes. if you can't smile watching that yes. and, and them, them recognizing when the music changes and all the things are going to happen mm-hmm. and they happen is it's, it's great. That it was, it just makes you so happy to see someone take your art and, you know, parody, but they just, they're giggling throughout the whole thing and fascinated by how well he took it and changed it. I just think he's brilliant. Oh. A lot of bands think it's like an honor to have Weird Al parody their mm-hmm. songs. Like yeah. they think it's awesome. But nobody so talks pick- about it. Like people are like, "Oh, like, what's uh, your friend? So it's I kind of like being I'm- made fun of on Saturday Night Live. That's like that's how you know you've made it in, in entertainment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Huh. Now I'm picturing Shannon driving down the road by herself with her windows down, listening to like Fat or you know, <laughs> yeah. What was the? I, uh, eat it. Yeah, eat it. Yeah, another good one. I. Sometimes because we live kind of far away from a lot of the things we do, like in Irving or whatever. So we'll take separate cars and then the kids will, oh, I want to ride with mom. And sometimes I'm like, no, I want to drive home by myself. And either it's for a murder podcast or it's because I want to listen to Polka. That's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. See, he's going to slam me later. I, I am not. See the judgment. Just... I can I can feel the judgment coming from the office, my guy, right now. <laughs> that is not true. I okay. I always thought Weirdell was very funny as a kid. It's just new information. I did not know. You kept that very well tucked in there. Yeah. See, see, <laughs> I can still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Kyla, what's yours? In sync. Aww. Boy, baby, Brian, your face. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you mine now because mine's the same. Really? Insane. Yep, mine, is, mine is exactly the same. I was gonna say 
you know, Justin Timberlake, but I mean, you can't really, I mean, NSYNC is where he started, yeah. right? but you can't really say Justin Timberlake is, uh, is guilty pleasure. Cause the, no. he's great. He's great. But yes, yeah. NSYNC, NSYNC was mine too. Alice. I wish y'all could see the face that Brian made when she said NSYNC, it was adorable, but also now they're making out. So this is the end of the podcast oh, no, episode. No, no. <laughs> we've been married. We've been married 20 years. We don't, we don't do those sorts of things. Yeah. Oh. We've been married 13. We don't, we don't make out. What? Um, no. Okay. Um, I was going to say like shoot show tunes or something, but that's not a guilty pleasure. It's, it's <laughs> I, I saw him in concert. I, it was like at the very top of the American Airlines Center. And I didn't even care. Somebody asked me what high school I went to, and I made one up. I was like 27. It was <laughs> so great. It was so yes. great. And, and you saw Justin Timberlake too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen him. We've seen Justin Timberlake. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I saw the huh? End of the Woods tour. No, we didn't. No, I'm thinking of Bruno Mars. Sorry. Yeah. I will forever regret not, go, not seeing him in the Sexy Back tour. Yeah. Future Sex Love Sounds, I believe is yeah. that album. Yeah, that that whole concert. I think they has got that one on Netflix too, or HBO one of the one from Madison Square Garden. It's, it's great. Yeah. But yes, Instinct was mine too, Kyla. Um oh. it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. Bye bye bye. All those things. I'm I'm down with it. I like it. I'm going back to the very first album. You know what? In in you know, the, they talk about, you know, the, the East Coast, West Coast thing, Biggie and Tupac back in the day, but then it was the, there was the Backstreet Boys in sync. In sync, yeah. In sync, man. I was never, I was never hugely into boy bands, but <laughs> if I was going to listen to one of those two, it would have been, I would have said in sync. There you go. Uh, good man. Backstreet good man. Boys, Black and Blue had a couple of nice songs on it, I believe. I can't remember. Backstreet's back is... That's a classic. I can get with that. But, but by and large, yeah. their yes. catalog in, in sync. For yes. sure. <laughs> For sure. Oh, y'all are uh, cute. So I jumped, look at I jumped back into my, so cute. I jumped back into my Caucasian music love on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went from NWA and the Chronic album to in <laughs> sync. <laughs> it's the complexity for me. I love it. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's the point of. Uh, a guilty pleasure. It's like no one would guess that you would like to listen to it. Hence, therefore, mine, you would never guess probably that mine would be Lady Gaga. Oh, awesome. I could listen to quite a few of her songs. I can't fix my face. I'm sorry. I try to not react. I suck at it. What? Lady Gaga? I didn't even I can, realize. It, yeah, Weird Al Yankovic. I wouldn't realize <laughs> See? It, See, I told you. I said that and so you would say that. there it is. There it is. <laughs> well, come on, Lady Gaga. On it, just wouldn't have thought it. Wouldn't She's very, it. she is a very good singer. What, what, what were you going to say, Kyla? so beautiful, it makes me cry. Yeah. yeah. It does, every time. Why is she's, that guilty? She's, she's very talented. I, it's... I'm not, it's, I'm not saying that she's not talented. She absolutely is. It's guilty pleasure. I think of like an artist or somebody that, like I said, no one would ever think that you listen to. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have a particular or, album or is it just Lady Gaga? No, it's, I don't like, I've never been able to like listen to an album of hers and think like the whole thing is like great, but there's just like certain songs that are catchy. 
Yeah, there. I mean, I like I, I like her stuff too. Um, Me too. There's a couple of songs that again go back to the earworm <laughs> category, like the Alejandro. <laughs> I was just gonna say Alejandro. That, that one gets me, but but I mean, yeah, they're she's got some good ones, man. She's immensely talented for sure. She's one of those people that can be like the I guess the pop star on stage, but then if she wants to just like grab a microphone and blow you away with like how technically proficient she is with her voice, she could do that too. That's like me. I saw her in yeah. concert when I was pregnant with Lily. So like You was- did. That's right. You went with your sisters. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the crowd that was there that night. How so what was fun. that crowd like? So many costumes. I remember really? getting pictures. I remember so getting pictures fun. from Kyla of the people, like the different outfits you were wearing. It was crazy. You would have thought they were like in the show. It was so fun. Oh, I bet that was fun, man. Shan's got uh, FOMO to a concert ten years ago. Yes. Mm. Yep. Um. Okay. Concert. Yeah. Last one. Best last concert. One. Yes. Bruno Mars. Marcus and I went to. And that was fun, but I went to Beyonce um, with what a friend of mine, Andromeda, and it was a blast. We what's that face it, for, Brian? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was a, what it was Andromeda? It's just a unique name. I like it. Was her Andromeda? Was her, were, yeah, it's a great name. Were her parents like uh, astronauts? <laughs> her no. mom no i just i like it was, it's a great yeah, name it it's a badass name oh, yeah uh, andromeda galaxy mm-hmm. she's like part of a facebook group that's like everyone all the everyone is named andromeda oh really how many people yeah. are in that like more than 10 i tried to join <laughs> it just to see what they were talking about and they wouldn't let me in <laughs> she got andromeda fomo y'all well, I just, yeah, anyway, she's really cool. But we went yeah. to Beyonce. She's a great person. Yeah, she's a really great person. We sat, uh, no, we be. never sat down. Yeah, you can't be like a librarian named Dan Ramada. Yeah. But we went to, no, no offense to librarians. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, what's wrong with librarians? You know how to stamp those books. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> as I charge my Kindle. Anyway, um, <laughs> We'd never sat down the whole concert. We we danced in our seats the whole time. We never sat down. It was amazing. So yes, Beyonce is my concert babe. Kyla. Um I would say the Avent Brothers, either at Round Rock, Red Rocks, Round Red Rock, Rocks, not, not Round Rock, not in Texas. Either at Red Rocks or the one that we I think it might have been the late, the most recent one where we had, it was at Starplex, Smirnoff, Super Pages, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were down on the floor. Remember that? Mm-hmm. that yeah, we had. So I don't great. know which one I would say was better, but I think those well, are it's, one A and one B. Well, so, it's the best band you've seen live. So Ava Brothers is both so, for yeah. both of those. So, so yeah. yeah, I would, I won't dispute that one. <laughs> I, I was almost certain that Shannon and I would pick the same one. And I can't believe that she picked someone different. I've, I've been very lucky. I've never been to a bad concert 
I walked away and felt like, oh crap, well that was a waste of money. Seeing Bruno Mars, seeing oh, YouTube. Dang it, I should seen, have said. I've, we've seen Janelle Monet, uh, Collective Soul, but by far and away, the best live concert experience, not even close, is Alan Stone. Dang it, yeah. Alan Stone. It's like, we've been to what, three or four of his concerts and mm-hmm. every single time you walk out of there just feeling like you're on the biggest high you've ever felt in your life. Not only because like the music and the atmosphere is good, but also because there are some aromas in the room <laughs> when he's performing. Uh, uh, what? So you you might actually be a little high when you walk out of there. But, <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, but you know, but the point is, like, really, the thing with him is like his the music is good, sing. yes. He is phenomenal singer. Yeah. But really more than anything, it's the atmosphere that he creates in the mm-hmm. room. Like everyone is on their feet the entire time, dancing like crazy, singing at the top of your lungs. You might see some underwear fly on the stage. You know, it's, I mean, it's like it's, it's okay. Maybe uh, I don't know the name. I don't know. I don't know Alan Stone. You know, this, he's 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 a white guy with long curly hair from uh-huh. like Eastern Washington State. Okay, and he sings like soul R and B music, like before Stevie Wonder. Like he. Yeah. he He's How old is very he? is reminiscent he of Stevie Wonder. No, he's, he's, he's like 30, 31. Oh, yeah, wow. he's in his early 30s. Oh, well, this um, is, yeah. yeah. So de- there's definitely underwear flying on the stage. Yes. You know, he was produced, his producer or manager or something was that guy from Tech, BJ, that, we, that was at Tech. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Excuse no, me. I, just, I don't remember the you, name. You I know someone that knows him? A what? guy that I was in the brother fraternity in my sorority in college was his like worked for his management company and like promoted him for a long time. Can you text him real quick? No, I could probably, I can Facebook him. Like, Hey, Alan, come to Texas. We'll make you. Not, not, we took pictures. Mm-hmm. We took a picture with them. Yeah. Come to the, it, come to the barbecue. Alan. We, we were at uh, oh, trees for a concert. Yeah. We were at trees for a concert. We were up in the balcony. It was like before the show. We got there early, and he walks right behind us, like going out to the back part of the. He was going out to get high before he <laughs> went Stop on stage. Stop that! He doesn't that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, does it matter? I mean, good for pretty, him. pretty doggone sure he was going. Anyway, to I was like Alan. Like I knew him, and he turned around. I was like, Hey, quick, let's take a pic. He's the nicest guy. Very nice guy. Very approachable. Um, he's had cool. kind of kind of a cult following for several. Does years. he have uh, Does he have his music on Spotify? Probably. You know? I'm, I'll I'll definitely check him out. I'll definitely check him out because that's half Spotify. Uh oh. Okay, I do. I'm checking. Okay. He probably does. Yeah, but if, if he ever Spotify, so you wouldn't see all my weird out link. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. If he ever swings back through town, or if anyone that's listening, if he ever swings through where you are, you have the chance to go to his live show. Go. Yeah, he's on Spotify. Oh, cool. Well, you, if he does swing back through town, because I, I do like a good live show, especially when I'm all vaxxed up. You let yeah. me know, and I'll be hey. down to go for sure. Do you think yeah. I'll have concerts this summer? 
Do you think there'll be concerts by this summer? There are I'm I'm going. some. Some are. They're yeah. they're scheduling them. Yeah. Like I'm already getting second. emails from like, uh, ticket from StubHub's with calendars for s- concerts like starting in like I want to say July, August, and forward from there. Yeah. Hey, so. I mean the Texas Rangers were apparently at like full capacity today, so I, I of course they were. Yeah. Well, yeah, just for t- gonna be. just for today, so. Yeah. Just gonna hold one super spreader event, <laughs> not more than that. <laughs> and we don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. We'll just do <laughs> one. Just one. <laughs> all right well mine um uh i could have said a few, a few different myself um kyle and i have seen uh dave matthews band like 10 times i think um yeah they were always good that's just one we've grown together listening to was that the poop one <laughs> what i have no Say idea what? poop was Dave Matthews band? Oh, the oh, band. Oh, 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 yeah, they were the band that dumped their their fecal matter into the Chicago River. Yes, from their tour bus, and yes, it landed on a boat. Yeah, yeah. It was, on that boat was, wrong place, wrong time, Shannon. Don't worry about it. Wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> I've never heard this story. So Dave Matthews was driving in a band. I mean, driving in a bus, and for some reason, while they were driving. They dumped their porta potty thing into the river uh-huh. while there was a boat. I mean, I don't think they the timed it. I don't think they timed it themselves that way, like on purpose. So they, they I just know, cousin, but there's like this, what is that called? Oh, river. sight, <laughs> sight, sight. They what? They <laughs> cousin <laughs> Eddie the poop into the river. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yes. I don't think it, I don't I don't think it was an intentional act. I think no, it wasn't. Happened, I just think but, it was. But yes, that was them. That was them for sure. And then, okay. like Kyla said, the Abbott Brothers we've seen several <laughs> times. Um, we're both big fans of them. I could say, uh, what was the other one? Um, I've seen Metallica a couple times now and love them. Um, but my favorite all-time concert that I've been to was just I th- think maybe our most recent Kyla was uh seeing Paul McCartney at the ballpark in Arlington because oh. as I said earlier the Beatles could have very been easily been an answer for half of these for me but um and it all goes again back to growing up listening to the music with my dad but seeing him and I told I've told Kyla for years you know because I think the last time he came through he played at Texas Stadium or or, or AT&T I can't remember which one um but for years, I was like, oh, if he ever comes, I don't care what it costs, we're going to go. And lo and behold, he came back. I think this was two years ago now, maybe a year and a half ago. Say again. 2019. 2019. Okay. So, yeah, almost probably about a year and a half ago. And um, we got tickets. We went and it was awesome. The guy is in his 70s. He played for three hours straight, no breaks, you know, all the, all the hits, all the stuff that you recognize and you know. He put on a great show. His band is great. Um, the audio sound at the beginning of the show wasn't the best at the ballpark. I think it just has to deal with their sound setup there, but it got better and better like as the show went on. But I mean, he, he himself was great. And you know, that was like a, definitely a bucket list kind of thing for me. So that's my favorite mm-hmm. of all time. And I will, so I will say Paul McCartney there. I almost said that to you. Yeah. We'll always have in sync kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's our one thing to agree on this week 
Well, you know, <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Well, it's Holy Week. <laughs> this was so fun. This, this was, was so fun. fun. Good job. I loved it. Let's we'll think of more. Learned some things. Let's we'll think of more things like this to get on and talk about. Yeah, I like, this is how we can. I like get... learning them. Well, awesome like too. Okay, thank you guys for doing this with me. I have learned some things. I've written down some things that I need to go download and check out. Hopefully, y'all will check out Weird Al if you don't already and listen salty. to him. Salty. And Salty. I bookmarked that. I that, definitely that bookmarked wins that. wins the night, Kyla. Salty wins the night. Yes, it does. <laughs> salty the songbook. Yes. <laughs> and thank right, you for having uh, us again. Yes. This is so fun. We have to do it again. What is the next thing we'll talk about? I can't. We'll think about it, but we need another yeah. thing like this. Okay. I will talk to y'all later. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. 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 The theme music is a lo-fi hip-hop situation by Wise Band, and this podcast is produced by the Dallas Stacy. A couple things I need you to remember. I would bet my last dollar that Patsy Ramsey wrote that ransom note. And all lives can't matter until the brown ones do too. My name is Shannon, and have you noticed my salt and pepper bangs?